Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Says all I want, I my sword and shit. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, Kanisha. Hey, Michelle. Good morning. How y'all doing? I promise I love music. <laughs> if I didn't have neighbors, I'd probably blow this out. <laughs> My neighbors would be like, what is wrong <laughs> with Lakeisha? My goodness, what is wrong? Good morning. How y'all doing? My kids was on one last night. I kept saying, shh. <laughs> How y'all doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. God on my side. Again, go ahead and start Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha Johnson, your hostess with the mostest this morning. Excited to share the word of God. Excited about what God is going to do for us on this Friday morning, right before the holidays. Um, just where we celebrate and say where Jesus was born, where we celebrate um, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, his birth. So good morning. Do me a favor. If you are just tuning in via Facebook Live, Instagram Live, or YouTube Live, go share the video with someone else right now. I promise you, It'll benefit you and it'll benefit him. You know, every time you share the gospel, that's like planting a seed. Even though we may not see the harvest right now, we will see the harvest eventually. Man, I got a smile on my face that just won't leave this morning. So go and share the gospel right now. I, I need to start first. Uh, good morning, Andrea. That is my little sister. Man, I got some little sisters. Uh, my sisters live in California and Michigan, and God gave me some sisters right here. And when I tell you we love on each other and enjoy each other, it is so, so much. It's so much fun. They were cracking jokes on me last night. <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate it. Uh, we will pray. We'll pray for the federal. We'll pray for wisdom for the federal government. We'll definitely pray for that. I know when the federal government shuts down, that that impacts so many different people. So we will definitely pray for the federal government. But I wanted to thank you. I wanted to thank those of you that helped support our family for Christmas. Man, my car was on over load yesterday. Um, I dropped these gifts out when I got to the house. The little kids was looking at the window and they're like, mom, somebody is here. And so we took everything through the garage and this mom was overwhelmed with joy. And the amazing part was she had just had a blood transfusion herself that morning. And so I knew when I heard God tell me to take care of this family right here, 
that that was the family that I was supposed to. Um, so I'm just so grateful to you. Thank you, Paula. Uh, I'm going to send all my thank yous and all of that. But thank you, Paula, for sponsoring all the way from Virginia and the rest of you guys that so see. Thank you for giving in your most difficult times. It's well appreciated. This five little kids were super excited. I got to shop for them yesterday. I don't really like shopping uh, a lot. I like to order everything offline, but it was cool to go buy little girl stuff because I never ever get to buy little girl stuff. So that was really dope. So applaud yourself. Thank you. Thank y'all for making that happen for that family. It made a difference. Um, don't forget, Christmas morning, we're doing some things for the homeless, too. So if you got socks or you want to send socks that we can pick up this weekend, please let us know. We're always during the winter month trying to get socks, gloves, hats to the homeless because it's so cold. Well, let's pray. Let's get started for this day. Man, we are concluding our study on Ephesians. I think we are going into Galatians next week. I've been praying either Philippians or Galatians. We've been finishing up the book of Ephesians which has been an amazing study. If you haven't been a part of that, please get a part of that study. Um, be a part of that study right right now. I mean, just go back and grab it so that you can learn what the word and what God was saying to us in Ephesians. Um, and we've been learning how to apply the armor of God. And so we're going to kind of conclude this today and talk about the spirit versus the flesh, because there's something significant he says in here. So Father God, we thank you for your word. We invite you into this devotional today. We invite you into our lives today. Mm. Holy Spirit, overwhelm us with your presence. We thank you for divine impartation today. We thank you for wisdom that comes from on high. We thank you for revelation, knowledge, and a word, Lord God, that comes from you. We thank you for a fresh anointing, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that we hear you, Lord God, that we'll be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known. I cancel the spirit of deprivation and destitution off. For everyone, the sound of our voice, Lord God, we thank you, Father God. We don't thirst. We don't hunger, Father God, because we are filled by you. We thank you, Father God, for the presence of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, move right on in. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord God. You are our strength. You are our redeemer. And we can't do anything. Mm -mm 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 -mm. We can't do anything about without you. We can't do anything without you. We pray for the federal government. We pray for wisdom for our leaders. We thank you, Father God, that our leaders not be given over to a reprobate mind. We cancel the assignment of the enemy off our federal government right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that the spirit moves upon the heart of the decision makers, Lord God, that they be wise and not without godly counsel, Lord God, that they pray unselfishly, Lord God, Lord God, we, that they get up early this morning, that they seek you, Lord God. We thank you that the, mm, we thank you that the ministering angels are speaking in their ears as we speak. 
We cancel the assignment of the enemy. We bind the spirit of pride back to the gates of hell, which it belongs, Lord God. We loose joy, peace, prosperity, wisdom, calmness on the federal governments, on our leaders, Lord God. We thank you that none of them are anxious, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that they are seeking a higher power, Lord God, that they will think before they act, that they will consult the Holy Spirit, Lord God. We thank you for systematic change, Lord God. We pray, Father God, even on our school, over our schools, that these last days before the break are calm and peaceful that our teachers are refreshed, restored, and renewed over the break, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We cancel the assignment of division off of our schools, Lord God, that leaders will rise up and do what's best, Father. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. We thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. You just got to take your time. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit this morning. You got to take your time with the Holy Spirit. You have to take your time when you pray. Um, you have to take your time with Jesus. You have to take your time with God. We are in a society that rushes us, that teaches us we have to rush things. And so often we rush our time with the Lord. We rush through prayers. Um, we rush in our relationships. Um, we are very microwave-like. We want things to happen immediately and instantaneously. We are not thinking about the consequences of our actions, the consequences of our decisions, what those things impact. We rush through so much. And anytime you feel a spirit of rushing on you, that is not of the Lord. The Holy Spirit will quicken you, but he will not rush you. God will not rush you to make decisions. Um, you don't have to rush into things. Um, and, and I'm just, I, anytime we feel like a rush, um, anxiety, overwhelmed and consumed, that's not from God. God is not going to have you make foolish decisions. He's going to have you make wise decisions. I have a three-day rule. I have a three-day rule. Um, I don't make decisions about major things without praying or seeking the face of the Lord for three days at least, for the minimum of three days. And I'm talking to him. I present it. And if it's something that has to make a decision, then I won't make it at all. And it's important that we um, guard ourselves, learn to gird ourselves with that, because what we find ourselves doing is when we are in a rush, we miss the opportunity for God to speak to us, for the spirit to work in us. There is a maturity. Hey, dear future him. There is a maturity. I love you. There is, you keep me encouraged. I'm sorry. I had to pause and tell. Um, there is a maturity that comes from living by the spirit, praying in the spirit, interceding in the spirit, spirit, allowing the spirit to work in our lives. Um, Anytime you see rambling and wrong decisions and um, false moves and puffed up attitudes and pride and um, over, oh, just all that strife, it's usually because the spirit, my God, is not in position. The spirit is not in place because if the spirit was in position, and, then, and it's funny because the Lord started showing me this morning when I was meditating on 
what to share today. Um, we've been going through the armor. We talked about the breastplate, breastplate of righteousness, you know, that the helmet of salvation, you accepting your salvation, being saved, being saved, understanding your salvation, understanding that you can't earn your salvation. And if you don't know the basics of salvation, then that's a whole nother teaching. And we talked about that on Coffee and Conversations. Um, you got to understand your righteousness. And then, of course, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, understanding, spending time in the word of God. I've taught on here multiple times um, that if you're struggling in an area, then you want to consume the word of God and apply it in that area Two 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 scriptures three times a day that um, apply. It's like a prescription Two scriptures three times a day and apply it to the area in which you're really struggling. That's the sort of the spirit. That's the prescription for overcoming. That's how the word gets in you. That's how you learn the habits of God and who Christ is, is that you're spending time with him. And the only way that you're going to be able to intimately spend time with him is that what you, you know, what the word says, because then you're not going to get in a spirit of rush. You're going to make a decision to seek wisdom for everything that you do. You're going to make a decision to seek wisdom for everything what you do. Kingdom wisdom is not worldly wisdom. Kingdom wisdom is not worldly wisdom. Kingdom wisdom does not look like what this world has told you is successful in relationships and successful in business. And I'm telling you, one of the reasons that we are missing what we're missing in relationships, missing what we're missing in the federal government, missing what we're missing in our businesses and other things is because we are not seeking the spirit. We are not partnering with the spirit. Anytime you are outside your love walk, um, anytime you are acting out, anytime the people around you are acting out, it's because the spirit is not in position. And we have been so spooked and spoofed by the Holy Spirit and spoofed by what that means that we are missing the opportunity. See, let me tell you something about Solomon. When God have a, had a conversation with him, um, I said, I'll give you whatever you want. Solomon said, wisdom, I, I, I promise you with everything in me. The Holy Spirit spoke to him and said, ask for wisdom. <laughs> Don't ask for nothing else. Ask for wisdom, because if you ask for wisdom, if you ask for wisdom, I, I promise you, if you ask for wisdom, then wealth, riches, and everything else that you need is going to be in your hand. So Solomon, don't ask for nothing foolish. Don't ask for all the gold in the world. Don't ask for all this other stuff. I need you to pause and I want you to ask for wisdom because if you get the wisdom of God in you, then what you're going to see happen is something supernaturally will multiply. There is nothing there is nothing like godly wisdom. There is nothing like this word. There is nothing. See, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, it will, man, it'll tear some stuff up. It'll break some stuff down. It'll uh, free you from some stuff. It'll liberate you. It is the deliberator. It is the truth. It is the thing that moves when you can't move a situation yourself. So you have to understand what the sword of the spirit is and how to operate in the sword of the spirit. And the only way that you're going to be able to do that is that you understand and know what the word of God. Somebody asked me yesterday, what kind of Bible was I reading? This is a new living translation version of the Bible a new living translation version of the Bible. And this, this translation is what I have. Yeah, Paula, once you have godly wisdom, everything else multiplies. 
Everything else multiplies. Everything. When I see when I see people making foolish decisions, when I've made foolish decisions, I know that there was no wisdom from God. I know that there was no wisdom from God. I know that there was no wisdom from God. Because can I tell you something? When there is wisdom from God and when you are in accordance with the Holy Spirit, you're not going to be brash. You're not going to be ugly. You're not going to justify your behaviors. You're not going to live your only kind of way. You're not going to be puffed up. You're not going to try to overcompensate. You're not going to live according to the flesh. You're going to live by the spirit. You're going to understand that the ultimate way is love. You're not going to pray vain. You're not going to pray selfishly. You're not going to do any of that when you're living by the spirit. Why? Because you're going to be mature enough. See, there's a wisdom that comes from living by the spirit. There's a wisdom that comes from the God that the world will never ever be able to It'll, it'll never be able to get to you. And so if you are not consulting the Holy Spirit, if you're not consulting, and I ain't talking about praying in tongues. See, I think that's where a saved, sanctified people have gotten confused. I'm not talking about praying in tongues. I'm talking about a consulting of the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to read this part of the scripture. And then I want to talk to you um, about the spirit and what it means here to pray in the spirit. We understand you got to get more word in you. If you weaken areas, you got to get more word in you. You got your sword. Um, I posted something the other day, girls with swords. This is my sword. This is if the enemy is coming in like a flood, this is my sword. This is how I deal with him. This is what's going to deal with them. The, the spirit moves. Man, you just got to understand what the spirit does for you. So it says um, we're in Ephesians 6 and it gets to the 18 verse. And it says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Um, praying in the spirit does not necessarily mean praying in tongues. Praying in tongues is the evidence of the Holy Spirit. Praying in tongues, you should be praying in tongues. Praying in tongues is the evidence of the Holy Spirit. But what it means here, when you see the word of God saying to you, pray in the spirit, what it's saying you saying to you is pray with the Holy Spirit. Pray with, with the Holy Spirit. Um, often we don't know what to pray. And because we don't know what to pray, we pray selfishly. We pray foolishly. Um, we don't pray um, according to how the word has taught us to pray. Uh, we'll be buying, we'll be uh, praying and begging when we need to be binding and loosing and commanding a mountain to go. Um, we won't have the wisdom of what to pray with someone else. We will pray for others very selfishly. We will pray for other very selfishly. So when the word says pray with the spirit, some of us have not prayed with the spirit because we thought that was just talking about tongues. No, he was saying what you need to do is you got to pray with the Holy Spirit. You got to pray and let the Holy Spirit guide you. When I started learning this, my prayer life changed and how I pray for people changed. And I started asking the Holy Spirit, show me what to pray for them. Show me what to pray for them, because there may be something missing. Um, I taught a series on the root work, right? You, The root work. There is always a root to everything. I was praying for someone the other day and somebody and the Lord told me they're prideful and insecure. And so you've been praying for all this. You need to pay, pray for their pride and insecurity. So praying with the Holy Spirit 
is allowing the Holy Spirit to show you what to pray and that you don't just ramble, take off and pray absolutely anything. I remember one time one of my friends was in fear for some things that was happening for me. And I had told her, I said, pray for me. So she starts to pray for me. And when she started to pray for me, I had to pause and open my eye because I could tell the prayer was a not a prayer filled with power and it was a prayer of worry. And so I just didn't take agreement. I waited a few days. I prayed in the Holy Ghost and I said, you remember the other day when you prayed for me? That was not a prayer from God. That was a prayer out of worry. That was a prayer out of fear. Don't you ever pray for me like that again. Don't you ever pray for me like that again. And she was like, oh my gosh. She said, the Lord showed it to me later. So when I was talking to her about it, Romans 8 and 20 six says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the father know, who knows all hearts knows what the spirit is saying for the spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. So you got to learn how to pray with the spirit or pray as the Holy Spirit, having the Holy Spirit teach you how to pray. A lot of times, and can I share something with you? Uh, the Lord shared with me this morning, perhaps your prayers aren't getting answered because you ain't praying the right thing. Perhaps your prayers aren't getting answered because you haven't been praying the right thing. So, because here's the thing, here's the guarantee. And I'm just being honest. It says it in the word, ask, ask anything in my name, ask anything in my name, uh, every with prayer application, make your request known and I'm going to answer. Like, I'm just being real, being real. Perhaps you aren't praying the right thing. That's why your prayers ain't got answered because the Lord God, Lord God, we serve answers prayers. He doesn't leave us without an answer. That's not how he does. He says, ask, seek, and knock. All of this can be found in Matthews. God is not going to leave you with an out of answer, but perhaps we've been praying the wrong thing. Often when we pray for people, we pray for our will to take place in their life. Yesterday, I was having a conversation with someone. We were texting and she said, this is so powerful. She has been believing God for her marriage to be restored. Her, her and her husband are separated. And she said to me, she said, I had to change my prayer. She said, and this is what my prayer became. Lord, it is your will. I don't want to pray about all the things that I need him to be and all the things that I need him to do in my life. I need to pray for him unconditionally and that you get the glory out of your life, his life. When she said that, something took off in me and I said, this is what we're missing. This is what we're missing. This is what we're missing. This is what we've been missing. We've been absent of praying in the Holy Spirit. We've been absent of partnering with the Holy Spirit. This is why we think our prayers aren't getting answered because we haven't been seeking the Holy Spirit, right? It's God's will for us to prosper. It's God's will for us to be in hell. Don't, don't let the enemy make you think he, God put a sickness on you for a reason. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about those longstanding desires and things that we've had about God. I don't even think we've been praying probably and asking God for timing. And so partnering with the Holy Spirit, praying with the Holy Spirit, 
allowing the Holy Spirit to lead our prayers changes everything. Changes everything. Be anxious, Philippians, be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making your requests known before God, and he's going to answer you. When we make those requests known and we're in partner and we're praying with the Holy Spirit, this changes everything. This changes our selfishness. This changes this changes how we pray. This changes how we talk. This changes what we do. This changes whether or not our prayers are selfish. This changes whether or not our prayers are demanding. When we begin to pray with the Holy Spirit in tow, the Holy Spirit is not going to teach you to pray anything other than what this word says. He's not going to teach you to pray anything other than what this word says. First Corinthians 14, 14 and 15 says, so what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. That's what the Holy Spirit does. That, that That's what the Holy Spirit does. Yeah, that Frida, that, that's what we're supposed to do. Holy Spirit, the habit of inviting the Holy Spirit into your prayer life. My God, the habit of inviting the Holy Spirit into your every life. Like how many of us have gotten up in the morning and just really, Holy Spirit, I invite you in. Shake it, come on. That's it to take over my life, to take over, because to take over my conversations. Because the evidence of living life in the spirit looks so different. And I'm going to read this to you. It looks so different than living life in the flesh. The flesh will justify the flesh. The just the flesh gonna justify your haughtiness. The the flesh gonna justify this schizophrenic behavior. God tell you to do one thing, then you don't do what God says. You go ahead and do your own way, and you justify about what the 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 flesh is going to justify absolutely everything. Why? Because it wants the flesh. It wants to satisfy the flesh. And Paul is telling us to pray in the spirit here. Because he knows if we are praying in the spirit, then we're going to be able to apply, my God, the armor of God correctly. We're going to be able to apply the armor of God correctly. We're going to be able to walk with peace. We're going to let spirit and truth guide us. We're going to allow all of that to happen. And that's going to happen because we're praying in partnership with the Holy Spirit. That's Romans 8 and 26, Brittany. We're praying in the habit. We're praying in partnership. We're praying with the Holy Spirit, which is going to tell us what to pray for. Because the next part of the scripture says, stay alert and be persistent in your prayers. Staying alert and being persistent in your prayers. So that means your prayer is not going to be selfish. Your prayers are not going to be vain. Your prayers are not going to be repetitious. Your, your, pray, your prayers are, your prayers are, are going to be centered on the Holy Spirit has told you to pray. We're not going to pray for the things that are not in line with God's will for our life. We ain't going to be praying for no, 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 no foolishness. We're not going to be cursing nobody out. That's how you know when the spirit is working in, in you. Because can I tell you something in first Corinthians, when it says you can have all the gifts, you can pray in tongues, but, but, but above all things, I told the Lord today, I was in the shower and I was like, my God, above all things, I'm supposed to love. And this is what my love looks like. And this is what my love looks like. And this is what the living by the spirit looks like. Because if I'm living by the spirit, I'm not going to even have the desire. 
I'm not going to even have the desire to live by the flesh. Why? Because I'm so in love with the Holy Spirit. I'm so in love with the peace that comes. Can I tell you something? There's a peace, an overwhelming peace that comes in living in harmony with God. And being centered with him and understanding your love for him. And then as you develop this relationship with God, with Jesus and using the wisdom, allowing the Holy Spirit to be your GPS, it just changes the landscape of everything for you. That's how, why you're not anxious. That's why you're not worried. That's why you're not weary. There's a supernatural strength and wisdom. What's happened is a lot of religion, a lot of folks have not taught us to live in partnership, praying with the Holy Spirit. And we've missed this and we miss seeing the power of God in our life. We're missing this. I told you everything that you have and that you need is on the inside of you. Your anointing is on the end. The anointing, what you what you call to, what you're supposed to do is on the inside of you. So when you have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit in you, you're not going to move anxiously. You're not going to move in such a way that's recklessly. Man, when you got the Holy Spirit in you, you're not going to mistreat people around you. You're not going to mistreat. I used to be so smart. I used to be so sarcastic. I used to be all that, all that smugness. That's because what I wasn't letting the Holy Spirit dwell in me. I wasn't in partnership with the Spirit. Anytime you're not in partnership with the Spirit, you're going to see the manifestation of the flesh. You're going to see the manifestation of the flesh. That's why I said no rushing. You got to slow down. You got to back up. You got to go on pause. You got to spend time with the spirit so that you can develop the character of Christ. You got to spend time with God. You got to fall in love with God. You got to understand who God is. You got to understand your redemption package. You got to know that this journey with God is so personal. It's not about your church attendance. It's not about your point system. It's about a life living for Christ here on this earth, um, I was uh, I'm, I was talking about to someone about giving the other day, and I'm not just talking about giving money. I'm talking about giving of your time. And anytime someone is a, in a crisis, they usually stop giving. It's the worst thing in the world to do. And I'm gonna do some teaching on finances, on seed time, some harvest, and some just in being in faith and what biblical finances and spiritual finances look like. But we usually in our worst situation, stop being connected, stop giving. If you want to get over the monies and funk, the spirit is going to tell you, go get involved, go give, go love on someone that may be in a worse situation than yourself. The flesh is going to tell you, get disconnected, get isolated. Your situation is way too bad. That's what the flesh is going to do. That's what the flesh is going to do. That's why I'm telling you living by the spirit will change the landscape of you. Living by the spirit will change the landscape of you. It'll change uh, the Holy Spirit. The anointing is what's been happening on this devotional. We're evolving. We're changing. We're growing. We're multiplying. We're increasing. And the reason that's happening is because we've been inviting the Holy Spirit in. So I want to read this to you again. It says Galatians 5 and 16. It says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. (laughs) Shy, Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. 
But when you are directed by the spirit, you're no longer under the obligation of the law. You're no under, longer under the consequences of sin. You're no longer under those. You're no longer under those. Hilda, he does speak to us through the spirit. I always understanding what the word says, because sometimes you don't have to wait on what the spirit tells you. you I, some stuff is what the word says. Like the word tells us to take care of the poor, to take care of widows, to take care of those in prisons and to love. Those are commandments from God. You ain't got to wait on the spirit to initiate that. You got to get familiar with the character of God and do what the word says, no matter how comfortable. Now, what the Holy Spirit is going to do is check you when you're not living according to kingdom principles. If you understand kingdom inside of you, my God. Okay, so it says when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, Anyone living this sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the Holy Spirit does not mean you're not saved. Says you're not going to inherit kingdom. There is a difference. You are not going to inherit the kingdom, the benefits that come with kingdom. Why? There's a glitch in the system. It says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Kindness, goodness, joy, peace, patience. If you are lacking in the area, that's because the Holy Spirit is not working in that area of your life. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passion and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. When the Holy Spirit is working, you're not going to be puffed up. You're not going to be anxious. You're not going to be ugly. You're not going to be mean. You're not going to be prideful. You're not going to be contentious. You're not going to be haughty. You're not, you're not going to be ugly. You're not going to be consumed. You're not going to be wary. You're not going to be weary. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is, you're partnering with the Holy Spirit in that area. Isn't that good? Man, that's some solid word this morning. That's some solid, that, that, that's some solid word this morning. That's some solid word this morning. Living by the Spirit so we don't, can I tell y'all something? I, I wish we would change the lands, landscape. That Tammy, come on. If you are not alert, Satan will be sneaking in your prayer life. Yes. Tammy, one of my YouTube people just said it. If you're not alert, he creeps in. That's why the, ar the armor comes in because you understand spiritually who God is and how this works. The armor comes in. The armor comes in. When you're living by the spirit, that's why I'm telling you, slow down. Stop rushing. Stop moving so fast. Stop running through your time with God. Stop being everywhere. Stop being busy. Can I ask y'all to do something else? Stop all this Facebook posting. You know you don't believe what you're saying. You ain't got nothing. And people are like, well, I'm speaking it into existence. Find five things that you believe in. Stay steadfast in those until you're developed, until you're further developed. God would rather you be strong in five scriptures than be 30,000 million ways knowing you don't necessarily believe, because here's what happened. The enemy is going to come to see when you're doing all this, whatever, he's going to come to see, he's going to test your gangster to see if you really live in that way. And then the minute that you do something to someone, 
he'll try to expose the you because he's trying to cause a glitch in the sink kingdom. He's trying to call, cause a get glitch in the kingdom kingdom. So we're gonna pray in the spirit. I'm serious about that. There's a wisdom you can tell when somebody's operating. I used to talk a whole lot with no purpose. I used to talk a whole lot with no purpose. I used to have a whole lot of condom say conversation. I used to random a lot. I used to think I had a whole lot to say. I'm so quiet now. I'm so quiet now. Why? Because I know the word. I shouldn't even be talking like that. I'm so quiet now. I talk in spaces. A lot of times I'm listening now. I've grown to listen now. I talk in spaces. Why? Because I've come to understand there's a wisdom in being quiet, being slow to speak, being quick to listen. The only way I was able to grow in that was the Holy Spirit showed me through the word of how I'm supposed to live. I ain't got to post a thousand times. I ain't got to talk a thousand times. I ain't got to show everybody I know what I know anymore. That's what I used to think I had to do. I, I just got to be quiet and listen to the Holy Spirit. That, that was my growth moment for 2018 and going into 2019. That was my challenge to myself this year to learn to be more quiet, to learn to listen more to more spirit so that I could walk in a different level of wisdom and attaching to people's lives. That's my own personal growth moment. Thank God. I'm just sharing that with you. That's my own personal growth moment. So living by the spirit is what keeps you from gratifying the lust of the flesh. Living by the spirit is what keeps your armor in position and in place. That's what keeps your armor in position in place because you're praying in the spirit at all times. You're praying with the Holy Spirit at all times. When we learn to partner and pray with the Holy Spirit, What's getting ready to happen is we're going to see prayers answered. When we're praying with the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, take this revelation. When you begin to pray with the Holy Spirit, when you're going to pray with the Holy Spirit, you're getting ready to see prayers answered. The Lord said, I'd rather you have love above everything. So if you lack in love for anyone or any area in your life, it's because the Holy Spirit isn't in, you're not in, involved with the Spirit in that area of your life. Well, that's it. We're done. I need to pray. Um, if there is anyone that needs healing, you go ahead and drop your healing prayer request. The Lord has just been leading us to pray for healing daily. That spirit, soul, and body. There was anyone, anyone that need healing, just go ahead and drop your healing request. And we're going to pray. For the Holy Spirit just to move upon the spirit, the healing. Healing is your portion. My God, healing is your portion. Healing is your portion. Healing is your portion. Healing is a part of your benefit package. That's your spirit. That's your soul. That's your body. And so I'm just believing God today that as the Holy Spirit works in us, through us, and all around us, that your mind and your spirit, some of y'all need a healing in your soul. You have been so damaged by... My God, you have been so damaged by the things in your past. You have what, what they call, Cindy Trim calls them soul wounds. Your soul is wounded. You are wounded in your soul. These are the deep things that hurt. These are the things that you have been having a hard time 
um, dealing with. Um, so you are wounded in your soul. Shamika, be more specific. What are we praying against? I like to specifically pray, if you don't mind sharing. Um, you are wounded in your soul. And you are wounded in your soul. And so I'm praying for some of y'all for those wounds that have been in your soul from sexual abuse, from domestic violence, from words that have been spoken over you, that have pierced your soul, that just seem to have you snatched up, that just seem to keep having you, that's it, Holy Ghost, repeating cycles. I'm just believing God today that your soul be mended and healed so that you can begin to be fruitful and multiply. There is a seed inside of you that has to come into fruition and come to harvest. And so I'm just believing God divinely today that your soul there is a soulish healing that there is a healing in your soul that there is a healing in your soul that he is restoring everything that the canker worm and the locust Lord going to take us right back that he was bruised for your iniquities. He was chastised for your peace, that you understand that he is healing you spirit, soul and body and that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I thank you, Father God, right now that there is healing in your soul, because what happens is when your soul is wounded, is hurt and hurting then your mind tends to keep running off back to those painful places. Father God, we thank you, Lord, right now for healing in the soul, healing those broken hearts, mending those hurtful places, Lord God. Father God, so that their mind can be renewed, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for supernatural healing to the soul, Lord God, healing in their soul, revitalizing them, Lord God, helping them understand, Lord God, Right now, I need to read Isaiah 61 again. He has sent me to tell those who mourn. Mourn isn't just about those that we lost. It's anywhere we've had grief in our life that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies to all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, divide them, though they haven't been deserted for many generations. Foreigners, that means you've been in it a long time. Foreigners will be your servant. They will feed your flocks and plow your fields and tend your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches instead of shame and dishonor. You will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize they are a people the Lord has blessed. Lord is good. Man, I thank you for your word. For he's dressed me with clothing salvation and draped me in righteousness. That is for that for those of you who need a healing. There's a healing that's going to occur in your soul. And you're going to know it because you're going to be overwhelmed and consumed with his peace. Father, we take authority over pneumonia. 
We cast it back to the pits of hell from which it came. We thank you, Father God, that her lungs are clearing up supernaturally. Shamika, lay your hands on your mother's chest and ask her what she believes about healing. And y'all declare that her lungs clear out. All the mucus, all the phlegm, all the infection be gone in Jesus' name. Take authority, speak to that mountain and command it to move in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you that healing is a part of our benefit package. Healing is a part of our benefit package and we receive nothing nonetheless. We thank you for our garment of praise. We thank you for our double portion. We thank you for giving us beauty for ashes. We thank you for the bless, blessing, joy, the blessing instead of mourning, a festive praise instead of despair. And your righteousness will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his glory. Lord, we thank you for planting us this morning. We thank you, Father God, for healing in your soul this morning, healing in your soul this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for healing in our soul. That's the word of the Lord. There is healing in your soul. For he was bruised for your iniquities, chastised for your peace. Man, he was bruised for your iniquities, chastised for our peace. My version said, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be made whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away, but God, God has, Jesus dealt with all this. The Lord laid upon him all our sins. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. My God, I thank you for that. I thank you for healing in the soul, may your soul be healed today. May the wounds of your soul experience the peace and the love of Jesus, my God. My God, my God, my God, I thank you, Father God, for healing our soul. The places we didn't even know were damaged and hurt. The places that we didn't even know were damaged and hurt. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for healing in our soul. May peace come to you today. <laughs> May peace come to you today. You better receive that. Even if you think you, if even if you didn't know you had hurt in your soul, receive healing in your soul. See, those are the places that we buried or we hid. I'm gonna study more on that. But we, those are the places that we don't even know we're damaged in but they're keeping us from walking in the fullness of what we're supposed to. So I thank you, Lord, for our Father God, for healing in our soul. You need to be fruitful and multiply. There's a seed in you. There's a seed in you. There's a seed in you that needs to be planted in other people. And when your soul is not whole, you won't plant the proper seeds. And so you'll sow discord. You'll, my God, that's a word from the Lord. You'll sow strife. You'll sow contentions. You'll sow the wrong things. And that's because your soul is not whole. So I just declare today that your soul become whole and that you receive this word of the Lord for you so that you can, the seed that's inside you. I cancel the assignment of the enemy of disbelief off your life. Jesus' name, that there be a healing in your soul today, 
that there be a healing in your soul today. Yeah, Melissa, I feel that too. I feel that too, Melissa. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. I feel that too. My Lord, there's a healing taking place. There is a healing taking place. I dare not disgrace the Holy Spirit by saying anymore. There is a healing taking place. There is a healing taking place supernaturally. Even if you don't feel it, it's manifesting right now in the name of Jesus. The peace that all passes all understanding is coming to you. The peace that passes all understanding is coming to you. Hey, I need y'all to do me the favor. Um, some of y'all need to go back. The Lord is going to prompt you. You need to go back over this devotional. You need to understand how to pray with the spirit, how to apply that, how to invite the Holy Spirit in so that you don't miss this for your next season. Season. The season has already began. A lot of y'all think the season began in uh 2019 that it begins in 2019 no the shift of the holy spirit has gone forth and the season has already began um do me a favor log on to the website lakeisha m john it's still take don't don't stop tapping into it because i'm talking the healing is still taking place log on to the website lakeisha m johnson.com for more information um, consider being a monthly partner. You know all that stuff. Oh, and what we do in ministry, booking. You can find all that information. You can find out who we are. Uh, you can invite us to come minister to a city near you. My team is definitely ready. Hey, Saturday morning, pay attention. I'm going to drop information for those of you in California. We'll be in Pillow Talk, we'll be in LA. And you might not live in California. You might just want to experience Pillow Talk in L.A. So Pillow Talk will be in L.A. in January. I'm going to drop that registration on Saturday. My team and I are going to be off Monday and Tuesday. I will get up with a special word from the Lord on Tuesday morning just to thank you, just to encourage you um, just during this holiday season. Holidays. Hey, don't go spend no money that you ain't got. If you ain't got it, don't go spend it. Don't don't go spend it. Don't don't put yourself in harm's way for the later. Don't don't do it. Don't don't put yourself. Don't stress yourself out. You need to share with the loved ones where you are right now until God makes it manifest or either believe God for your harvest and call your harvest in. I love y'all so much. I love y'all more than you know. Remember, we're off Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday, we'll be back. Well, Monday, we'll be back Tuesday with a special word from the Lord. Now, if I pop up on Monday, you know, the Holy Spirit pushed me. You know, the Holy Spirit pushed me. If I pop up on Monday, he said, get up. Saturday, we're going to drop Pillow Talk for LA. I love y'all so much. I love you. I love you, Lord, for this word. I thank you for the anointing. May a fresh wind blow on you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I told you we're going to pull off these old videos. Some of y'all need this old word. We're only going to live up, leave up a last five or six weeks. So all of the old videos will now be on YouTube. I love y'all so much. Love, peace, and blessings. Mm. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.